let's turn it into a weekend of love with some great tips on enhancing your marriage with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. Ain't that the truth, man? Now more than ever, this is needed. You know, we started this over a decade ago, our world-famous marriage talk segment. Just kind of evolved. I got in a lot of trouble at the last... I got fired at the last radio station for standing up for marriage. Taking a strong stand against adultery. <laughs> Never made... I know, right? You stick it, you say, don't don't be in this adultery thing. Knock off the infidelity thing. Hey, not you shut up. Don't talk about it on the radio. So, I was like, what? But Salem picked up the show, and then it just has flourished. And our world-famous marriage talk segment is actually what we call a benchmark in our business. That means people just come in for that, and then they leave. <laughs> they just want to hear... That refreshing stuff about marriage that you're not allowed to do on FM, I wasn't allowed to do on The Last Place, is take a strong stand. What God ordains in Hollywood and the newsrooms and the godless alt-left hate, and that's marriage. Man and woman come together. It's right there in Genesis 2-2-4. Pick it up, crack it open. Liberals, I don't think I've read the Bible in a long time, if they ever did. And they really, it's a wonderful, wonderful manual. And when you have that strong, wonderful marriage and you see everything going to pot like it is today, uh, coming home, you look forward to it. You should never dread going home to your husband or wife. Robert Kosick's been my wingman for over a decade. Uh, he's the one who actually writes the content. He wrote the book Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. Mr. Kosick, happy Friday. Happy Friday, Sam. You doing good? Enjoying your week of birthday celebration? <laughs> yes, and you had yours, so we're... I did. I, I'm a little bit more low-key on mine, but I think you you used to do a whole month, so now you're just down to a week. So what's going on there? When I turned 50... <laughs> Denise, this is what she said. We're going to celebrate 50 days of turning 50. Yeah. And that was like a pillow fight party with like 13 of her girlfriends and surprise dinners. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that was awesome. So when I turned 100, kind of her, we'll have 100 days. I go strong. Here we go. Let's talk about marriage. And, I'm, and, and, and you and I are the kind of guys who are very proud of our marriage, put a lot of work into our marriage, and we hope to encourage others. Mr. Kosick writes, Learned industriousness. There's a professor at U of H is credited with developing the learned industrious theory, feeling hopeful due to previous successes from a persistent effort. His research found that reward for high effort involving one or more activities increases the subsequent effort exerted in other activities. In layman's terms, if you accomplish something through hard work, you're more likely to work hard at other things. So let's apply this to marriage. So follow along. It's on our Facebook page, Sam Alone Show. I'll set it up, and Mr. Kosick, who is a uh, marriage coach and deacon and author, will jump in. If a spouse spouse puts forth a strong effort to overcome a problem in their marriage and in return is rewarded in a form of positive feedback, they will likely work harder at making other areas of that marriage great. So I was given an example, and you jump in. For example, if the husband works on being more encouraging and complimentary toward his wife, and in return she's more attentive and affectionate towards him, he'll likely be inspired to figure out other ways to enhance the relationship. Robert Kosick on our World Famous Marriage Talk segment. This is one of those tips where you, you talk to people and you say, really? you got to tell people that? <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, you kind of do. 
uh, you know, but that whole uh, uh, process of, you know, of I'm giving something and I'm working hard at something and I get rewarded for working hard at whatever it is that you're working hard at. It's just common sense. But unfortunately, uh, a lot of times in marriage, common sense goes out the window and it becomes a competition and you didn't do this for me, so I'm not doing that for you and blah, blah, blah. It gets kind of disastrous. So this is just a very simple uh, uh, summary of, I'm going to do what I told you I was going to do, and that's going to love you unconditionally. I'm going to treat you great. I'm going to work hard at making our marriage the best that it can possibly be, and hopefully that will encourage you to do the same thing back. I'm not doing this simply to get something. Right. I'm doing it because I promised you I would do it. So I want to make sure people pick up on that. This isn't a uh, I did it to get something. Otherwise, if you don't ever get anything back, you won't do anything ever again. But uh, this really is is uh, more from the perspective of I promised you with my wedding vows that I would love you unconditionally no matter what, and that's what I'm going to do, period, said and done. And if you reciprocate with something positive, it'll just make that process that much easier, and I'll be way more excited about working hard for the marriage, and we'll actually have a fantastic marriage that other people want. Love it. Pretty You're simple. Very simple. Our world-famous marriage talk segment every Friday, bottom of the 8 o'clock hour central. Focusing on the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. Yeah, if a husband, you know, if the husband's more encouraging and complimentary towards the wife, and then she throws more attention and affection towards him, and then he ups the encouragement and the compliments, and she ups the uh, affection and the... Dude, it is, it is all good. That is a good spiral to be in. Absolutely, right? Just take a look at the birthday celebrations, right? right? Your wife has her birthday, and, and you do the best you can as best a guy can do to think of unique things to do to make that exciting for her and she's going to turn around and do the same thing for your birthday and it's it's really interesting that there's a little nuance to this too though there, there's a book out there called love languages if people haven't read it they really ought to go get it and and read it uh, i believe it was by gary chapman and it has five different areas that people the way they interpret others actions as symbols of love towards them uh, like words of affirmation, touch, those kind of things. Uh, so what you have to make sure you're doing, too, is your efforts that you're doing here and that you're working hard to fix something is actually speaking the language of your spouse. So that there's another level of this that you need to incorporate as well, because I could be telling you all day long, you're great, you're fantastic, you're wonderful, and if words of affirmation isn't your love language, right. you're like, Okay, okay, great, but why haven't you picked your stuff up off the floor? And why haven't you mowed the yard? And why haven't you fixed this thing over there? Because I'm an acts of service person. You tell me you love me by doing things or buying me gifts. And so uh, you got to make sure that what you're working towards is, is being received the proper way. But, but if it's received well and reciprocated, man, you're going to go knock down walls to make that marriage right. great. It's, it's pretty simple. Our world-famous marriage talk segment. Talking about the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Mr. Kostick also writes, the opposite is true, you know, about being encouraging. If all the husband ever hears from his wife is essentially, you're a disappointment, he will disengage from the marriage and do nothing to improve it. Robert Kostick. All right, so this this is very, very important to you because I've, I've talked to a lot of couples over the years, and uh, sometimes you'll hear, like, I don't even know what to do. I try this, I try that, I do this, and all I ever get is you didn't do this, you didn't do that, you didn't do the other thing. It's all I do is complain and they whine, and I got, I'm done with this, and I'm out of here. And so it's really, really damaging, and unfortunately, it takes, like, ten positive comments to overcome a negative comment. So if you sit there and tell your husband, you know, you're worthless or you, you know, your, your disappointment, whatever you're saying comes across that way, you're going to destroy that marriage in a heartbeat. And I don't care even if it is a disappointment and you're bummed about it. Focus on those positive things. It's called gold digging, finding those little nuggets. You took the trash out. Woo-hoo. Yeah, you took the trash out. Thank you. Uh, it, <laughs> very low, expect, be super very low expectations, dude. He took the trash out. He's amazing. Right. Yeah. 
keep, keep the expectations low. In fact, my wife showed me a meme the other day because I was supposed to be getting something done. I've been, I've been putting it off, put it off, and she said, show me a plaque, and it said, if your husband says he'll fix something, there's no need to remind him every six months. He'll get it done. <laughs> <laughs> well, well played, Mr. Cosby. Well yeah, played. I'll get to it eventually, but, but it's those things. If you're speaking those languages to each other and you're encouraging them, negative is exponentially worse than positive. Right. So you got to work a little bit harder at the positives. And uh, But when they do start kicking in, it's a snowball effect. So once once they pick up on that, oh, my gosh, it, it becomes like a junkie. And uh, wanting it so bad, they'll do anything to get those positive reinforcements, just like with kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. Our world-famous marriage talk segment. And never forget, folks, you all are setting the, the, uh, the groundwork for your kids' marriage. Yep. So if you sit there and bitch and moan and you're a nagging, nag wife what do you think the kids are going to see the sons and daughters and if you as a husband are not paying attention and complimenting and doing everything you know i don't think denise has ever opened up a car door in our 30 years of marriage i won't won't allow it i mean i'm as just from the not just the romantic but safety point of view you always that's what my son sees you know and you're laying the groundwork for your kids marriage don't screw it up here's the uh, hot and heavy marriage tip that's also on our facebook page sam alone show for our world-famous marriage talk segment. And this is, once again, do you have to tell people this? I think, yeah. therefore, it'll be. If you think your time together will be mediocre, it likely will be. However, if you think it'll be amazing, you'll be more likely to do things to achieve that level of experience. Think self-fulfilling prophecy, which can be a positive or negative expectation that affects your behavior in a way that leads to those expectations becoming reality. Damn, this is like... Don't you tell kids this is like baseball when they're 10? Imagine yourself, imagine yourself hitting the ball. Go. Take exactly right. right. So if you stand there and swing the bat, there's a good chance you'll hit the ball. Yeah. If you don't swing the bat, I guarantee you, you won't hit the ball. So it, it's one of those things, too. But unfortunately, I, I get so amazed sometimes at how simple. And we say this over and over again. Marriage is simple. We complicate it. And some of these times you got to go back to and saying, let's go back to the basics, talking, you know, tackling and blocking. It's, just, it's not that difficult if you take care of the little things. The little things build up to the big things. And this is one of those areas. If you come into it thinking, oh, this is something i got to check the box on, uh, my, my uh, spousal duty, get it over with, uh, it's going to pretty much be lousy. But if you went thinking it's going to be amazing, there's a really good chance it'll be amazing. Now, there's a chance it won't be uh, still, but but it, there's a much, much higher chance that it will be amazing Amen. if you go in with that attitude that this is going to be fantastic. Amen. And there's do things to make it fantastic. There's a caution note from Mr. Kosick at the bottom of the world-famous Marriage Talk segment tip. Caution, you should share your expectations with your spouse. Otherwise, the disappointment of it not being amazing may be greater because your expectations were too high, Robert Kosick. So you went out, you bought the outfit, you bought the pole, you bought the you know extra things for it and everything. You put it all in the bedroom and you walk in there and she's in her flannels. You're like, wait, why didn't you put on all the other stuff, right? Because you had this expectation, this right. grand theme of what you were going to do and you forgot to share that with your spouse. And you're like, uh, what is all that stuff? <laughs> you know, I don't even, I'm not doing that. Uh, so, so talk it out so that what you're expecting isn't an unrealistic expectation. But the other side of that, too, is, hey, I'm thinking this, and this is what I want to do Friday. You give them the opportunity to also be thinking about it and get exciting about it and thinking it's going to be amazing. And now you have two uh, fuels, if you will, uh, towards an amazing experience as opposed to just one. And that's just like pouring gasoline on a fire. And then then you go to uh, a vacation for a week and you never turn the TV on. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is true. (laughs) 
seven days uh, on vacation. I kind of work on vacation for anniversary. Never touch the TV in our hotel room yeah. over the beach. I, I, and we and you know when we realized that we didn't watch television for seven days when we were on the beach when we were packing up and leaving, and I was doing it. We called a sweep, and there was a remote in the drawer. <laughs> and I turned to Denise, and I'm like, you know, we haven't watched TV in seven days. And she gave me that look. So yeah. Like, now I know why we didn't watch TV. Exactly. Because you two had the expectation that you were going to spend time together and enjoy each other and just invest in each other. And that's what the week turned out to be, as opposed to we got all this other stuff we got to do and we'll you know, squeeze a thing in here or there. And that'll be nah, it. Uh, nah, uh, nah, nah. No way. And you know what, husbands, before we wrap up our world famous marriage talk segment and wives, wives, flash your husbands today. <laughs> nothing will nothing will get that motor revving than just hey what, what y'all did when you were newlyweds, gabish, gabish, yeah, or even better, even better, just say hey you know what I want tonight. <laughs> I mean that make sure it's a little later in the day though, like yeah. you don't get any more productivity done at work, but and maybe getting a wreck on the way home. But I love I listen I love a steamy text from my wife. I tell you, you that go. especially when I'm in a meeting, I look down and says I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well we're done guys, good close the deal, take care. But Sam, they just walked in. <laughs> America, Riterno il Ongina. You're going to get back to your agenda in a second as we wrap up our world famous marriage talk segment. For today, it's on our Facebook page. It's Marriage Tip 336, penned by our great friend Robert Kosick. You can get his book, Honor the Vow, honorthevowvow.com. Mr. Kosick, great job. Thank you for what you do and sharing a positive message about marriage. Thank you so much, Sam. You have a blessed weekend, and couples just enjoy each other and don't stress so much over it. Flash. 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 Shower. <laughs> Flash. Shower. Get out of here. Have a wonderful day. Back in a second. AM 1070, the answer. I'm sure that if I took even one sniff, it would bore me to riff thickly, too. Yet I get a kick out of you.